0: What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devo, Trusting Jesus Ministries, and we have completed the... um, Well, I guess not really completed. I keep saying that. I'm sorry. We have just a a tad bit uh, left of the incident between Jacob, Esau, Isaac, and Rebecca in regards to the blessing. Now... All of that has taken place and we see that Esau is very angry and he is angry enough to kill. And we also see that Rebecca loves her son, loves her sons because she wants them both to live. And so she's trying to find a way for Jacob to escape. And so now we're off to that plan as the cunning again happens, man. We're seeing a lot of, uh, I guess, wit and wiling between uh, human beings. Uh, in order to accomplish their own goals, twisting and turning and doing all this stuff so that they can have uh, success with what they want. We've seen a lot of that. And we hope we that we have, that we've give, been given this ingenuity in imagination by God. And we hope that we will use it for good rather than what we have been seeing it used as in the narrative so far for evil. So a little application at the very beginning, A little insight to the the, the plight of man, that we are smart, we are wise, we are intelligent, and uh, we need to be using this for the glory of God rather than for the glory of self. Quick tidbit before we start. That's before we even jumped into the scriptures. But let's go ahead and jump into the scriptures. So if you haven't read it yet, go ahead and read Genesis 27, 46 through 28, chapter 28, 5. So we're in 27, 46 through chapter 28, 5. Stop the tape, check it out, read it, come back, and we'll answer the four questions. If you've already read it, man, then it's time to get to the four questions, right? What happens? Well, we saw that uh, um, Esau was mad, wanted to kill her brother. And so Rebecca, the mother, wants to save her son. And so what she does is she essentially goes to Isaac and gets on the side of what she knows that he doesn't like what she knows that he uh, is not very keen on. And so we saw in a passage earlier where it said that Esau took some wives and he took the wives of some Hittites or Canaanites that are in the land. And because of that, it says they had a bitter spirit or they were angry over this or they were distraught that Esau would do something of this nature and now Rebecca is bringing that back up when she says, man, I won't live. How could I live? How could I even carry myself if Jacob marries one of these women from the land? She's like, man, you got to tell him to go. You got to tell him to, to not be around because we can't do this, man. He's got to get a, 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 I can't live with myself if he marries one of these people. And we, she brings that up with Esau. <laughs> but Jacob listens, man. He's like, you're right. You're right. So he calls Jacob and he's like, man, you're going to go back to the land of uh, Panoram where uh, your cousin is and you're going to marry your cousin. He's like, you got to go back and marry your cousin because uh, you can't be hang- hanging with these daughters. I forbid you. To, to, to marry one of these daughters of the Canaanites of so the land. I forbid you to do that, man. And so uh, he blesses him. He uh, puts on him a blessing before he sends him on his way. And that blessing is the same blessing that was bestowed upon Abraham by God when he says that he's going to make you fruitful. He says, El Shaddai, which already brings back the notion of when God spoke with Abraham and gave him that promise. And it said that he trusted in God and it was reckoned to him righteousness. He trusted in God and it was credited him righteousness. That's where El Shaddai comes, man, which which is a powerful thing. In the scriptures, we see that the name of God is used in many different ways. We saw um, El Shaddai, which we just saw here again. We also saw El Roy. El Roy, or the God who sees, or the God who provides, and so now we're seeing El Shaddai. El Shaddai. There's a song uh, uh, that's like that, man. It's it's about the Lord being powerful and mighty. And that's what El Shaddai means the mighty God, the mighty God that came to Abraham and blessed him, said he would make his seed more numerous than the stars in the sky, more than the sea, the sand on the seashore is going to do the same thing for you, he says. And may El Shaddai, the mighty God, may he bless you and make you fruitful and increase, and that you become an assembly of peoples. He says, may I bless you with the blessing of Abraham. See, he's putting it on his father. He spoke about how El Shaddai came and he is going to do this because he promised it to his father. And he says, may he increase your seed. And then may give to your seed an inheritance in the land in which you were dwelling. He says, just like he said, like God said he was going to do for Abraham he's passing that blessing on passing that torch he is making uh, sure though also that is because of his father man that, that that this was going to happen But God loves Abraham and because of Abraham he has blessed this for Isaac and now he is blessing this to Jacob that's that's a powerful thing man that is a powerful thing and then after he blessed his son He sent him on his way. What does this say about God? What can we find or glean from this passage about who God is? Well, he's faithful to his promise, right? Like this is going to happen, man. God is going to move and do the things necessary in order for him to have uh, um, the blessing that Abraham said. I think we talked about in some past episodes how Abraham has passed away. He's dead. And so now it's nothing that Abraham can really do. Not like there was before anyway. But God could say, well, Abraham's dead. I'm just going to just go back on my promise. But he doesn't. And we see this very thing through the passing of this, this blessing from from. Isaac, or from Abraham to Isaac, and then Isaac now to Jacob. That's what we're seeing. And we also see that he's sovereign, man, because all of this stuff is happening, right? All of this stuff is is under his dominion and rule. The way, even the way in which this blessing and this birthright was bestowed upon Jacob was all by God's rule and reign. It came about by the actions of man and their deceiving and and their wrong actions. But God used those actions so that his promise can move forward. Because he's in control. He don't 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 get it twisted, man. Just because you think you're doing something and you don't get away with it, but it may benefit you it's just like it's going to benefit Jacob as he receives the promise. But it ain't because of your guile and your wow. It's because this is what God had said was going to happen from the very beginning anyway. That's what sovereignty is. He is in control even when we're not. And So what does this say about man? Well, I, I got to say about the cunningness of people again. I got to. I mean, it's just amazing to think Rebecca and her smooth and witty way of being able to manipulate her husband in order for Jacob to escape the trouble that Esau was going to bring down on him for stealing the birthright or I'm sorry, the blessing from which Rebecca herself helped him to do. So I, I got to say the cunningness of people, man, this whole story shows how wise and, and not wise, because wisdom, I believe, uh, has a good sense while this is more of an evil sense. So it's like a cunningness it's, it's a, a a use of the mind and the use of intelligence to manipulate rather than to cultivate. But boy, don't we got it? Don't we got it, man? But secondly, I, I want to talk about the submission of man to God, that we should submission submission we should submit to his sovereignty. You see, when Jacob is called to Isaac uh, about moving to go get this wife from another area. Um, he doesn't go back on the blessing that he blessed him with, even though he did it deceptively. He actually gives him another blessing. He realizes that whatever happened, this blessing, this occurrence happened because it is God's will. Now, he don't have to like it. You know what I'm saying? Actually, it would be beneficial for him to enjoy it. But he does have to realize that God moving to do something is more important than his own desire in this whole issue that just took place. Because his favorite son, again, is Esau. It's not Jacob. But when he blesses Jacob with this blessing, he doesn't go back on it. He doesn't complain. He realized what was blessed happened and the Lord will bless him because that is the Lord's mandate. That was the Lord's will. And so then he gives that blessing to um, Jacob of the Abrahamic blessing. The thing that Abraham was given by God is now moved to Isaac and will further move to Jacob. He submits to the sovereign authority of God. That's what we should do. And the next honoring our parents, man, there's a lot going on here, man, because Isaac is honoring his father, Abraham, by giving the blessing to the one God has chosen to be the recipient or the, uh, the, the focal point or the way in which the blessing is going to continue on for the world to be blessed. And that is through Jacob. And so he's honoring Abraham, honoring God, his father, but then honoring Abraham by bestowing upon that blessing. But now we see that Jacob is actually going to honor his father. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jacob doing that after all of this deceiving and all that stuff? He does, yes, because he goes and he marries a a woman in the family rather than the daughters of uh, the Canaanite people. So he does what his father tells him to do. He does what his mother tells him to do. How can we apply these truths to our lives, man? Well, I think A1 is that we need to be submitting to the rule and authority of God in our lives. And that just means trusting him more. Like I said many times throughout this podcast, that is the goal that I have for you is to trust God in his faithfulness and That is an aspect of that is submitting to what he does and recognizing that what he does is going to benefit us. Even if we think it feels torturous or or harmful. It is going to benefit us, namely by making us more like Jesus, namely by making us look and act like Jesus so that we can demonstrate to the world the goodness of who he is. And so submit ourselves to God. I appreciate you guys for listening. And I will see you in the next episode.